0: pop punk enthusiasts welcome back to another episode of pop punk promo podcast my name is sydney and i am the host of this incredible podcast here at pop punk promo we aim to promote small artists and women in pop punk so if you know anyone who fits that domain please reach out to us and we'd love to feature anyone who wants to be featured i really aim to be a safe space where small artists can thrive as well as women in pop punk, because they are a very overlooked category in the industry. And I'd really love to promote any women in the industry. So if you fall in that category, please reach out to me via DM or my email. All of my information is available on my website, poppunkpromo.com. So go ahead, check it out. See what I've featured already as far as artists and the pop punk industry shout outs all of that good stuff. If you fall into any of those categories, please, please reach out. I would love to feature you on the podcast. Just a brief reminder for all of you recurring listeners, I do have my listener support activated on my Anchor page. I think you can activate it on Spotify as well. So if you really like the content I've been providing you and you want to support me in getting more equipment and just keeping the podcast running, you can go ahead and just do a small donation on my listener support. It would be really greatly appreciated. I also wanna thank all of my recurring listeners. This is episode five, and I just can't believe the amount of support I've gotten from around the world. It's just insane. So, thank you to everyone who has reposted on social media, who has listened to my podcast, who has given me constructive criticism. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so incredibly much. You don't even know how much it means to me. All right, pop punk enthusiasts. This week for our pop punk news icebreaker topic, we are going to be talking about a band that we all know and love very dearly. We're going to talk about Paramore. As I'm sure most of you know, if you are very deep in the pop punk scene like I am, Paramore is making their comeback. They actually announced a few days ago that they are going to be Going on tour in North America. Now, this is extremely exciting news for the pop punk community because Paramore has not been on tour since 2018 for the After Laughter Summer Tour. Now, that album came out in 2017, so we also have not been graced with music from Paramore in a very long time. So the announcement of this tour is extremely exciting for the industry. Paramore released a single titled This Is Why on September 28th, 2022, and this was the very first song they released since After Laughter came out. So it's been a solid five or so years without anything from this band. They also announced that they will be releasing an album under the same name, This Is Why, on February 10th, 2023. So in addition to this amazing tour, they've got a whole album coming out that they're going to be able to play songs from on the tour. So this is all just extremely exciting for Paramore fans and for pop punk fans all over the world. The Paramore in North America tour is set to start on May 23rd in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Spectrum Center. And then it's going to end on August 2nd, 2023 in St. Paul, Minnesota at the XL Energy Center. Now, that is really exciting news for me because I am from the Minneapolis area. So I really do plan on attending the XL Energy Center show in Minnesota. So if anyone else is planning to go there, that's super exciting. It will be the last day of the tour. Those are always the best. I think any pop punk enthusiast can attest to that. There's just so much excitement about the last show, and it's always the best, so I'm very excited for that. Tickets for the Paramore North American Tour are being offered through Ticketmaster, and they are being run through the Verified Fan Artist presale. So this presale starts now and ends Monday, November 7th at 1159 Eastern Time, which I'm now realizing as soon as this comes out, that will already be done, so sorry about that. But essentially, a Verified Fan is meant to prevent tickets from getting in the hands of scalpers and people who are just trying to resell them for immense amounts of money. Now, this doesn't always work, and a lot of us fans have a lot of feuds with Ticketmaster, so I would not say it's the best method, but it's how they are going about it. So make sure that you get that pre-sale, and if you are lucky enough to get tickets, That will be so awesome, and I really hope that the Verified fan works very well in keeping the tickets in the hands of the people who actually want them. Moving on from the legendary Paramore, it is time for the featured artist segment. So I'm very excited about this artist this week. This person I actually found on TikTok. I am well into the depths of pop punk covers and all that jazz in TikTok, and I came across her on my feed and I heard her song a few times and just thought it was incredible. And I got a DM a few days after I released my first episode of the podcast. And it came from this person who I didn't recognize the name at first. And she was like, hey, I love your podcast and just wanted to let you know I love your support of women in pop punk. So of course, I looked her up and realized it was this girl that I knew from TikTok. And I was like, holy shit, this person is literally TikTok famous and is reaching out to me to tell me that she loves my small little podcast that I'm just starting. So I was geeking about it naturally. But anyway, I asked her if she would like to be featured on my podcast and if she would like to do an interview. So that's a little bit of a surprise I got for you guys this week. In addition to me talking about my featured artist, I also have an interview with her as well. So without further ado, this week's featured artist is Callie Rohde. Callie Rohde is a pop punk artist from Cave Creek, Arizona. And she started on TikTok. And she just started by posting a bunch of pop punk covers and she ultimately ended up doing a cover of driver's license and that one blew up so that's her most popular song on spotify at the moment however she is currently promoting a song that's titled byob which stands for bring your own boyfriend and that is the original song of hers that i heard on tiktok and i recognized If you enjoy a mix of Hannah Montana meets Paramore meets Taylor Swift meets Lolo then you'll absolutely love Callie Brody. She's just got a super unique blend of styles to her music. She often describes herself on TikTok as the emo Hannah Montana or the emo Hillary Duff and stuff like that. So she really just takes inspiration from everywhere from her childhood from the television shows she used to watch to the music she grew up on and I think that's really inspirational and some of the reasons I really love Callie is just because she's so true to herself and so motivated and independent and you can just tell by how hard she works on her TikToks and with releasing her music and just how excited she is about her own music You can tell that she's just driven for success and super inspired by the music of her childhood and that's just really why I love her so much. I kept the background for our featured artist this week pretty brief because I'd really like to let Callie take it away now with the interview questions because a lot of what I asked her is what I generally mention in my featured artist segments. So Without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to the Callie Rohde interview. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Callie, welcome to Pop Punk Promo Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer some questions and tell my listeners about yourself. Now, I'd like to start this off by asking you what your pronouns are. Hey, I'm Callie Rohde and my pronouns are she, her. It's so nice to meet you, Callie. Can you tell me a little bit about where you're from and a little bit of your background? I'm from a town called Cave Creek,
1: Arizona. Um, So I'm literally from the desert. But I swear, I don't know what was going on, but there was something in the water. There was actually a pretty happening music scene in my town. And where I grew up, there's just rows of bars that always had live music. So I do feel really lucky to have grown up there. I got my first show when I was 12 years old at this place called the Buffalo chip saloon. (laughs) So, um, I think that name tells you everything you need to know about the vibe of that place, but yeah, very country, country scene. So I played my little acoustic guitar and sang my heart out to Taylor Swift covers and just tried to make tips and When I was a freshman in high school, there was this band that had just graduated that was on Warp Tour and they were selling records and they were like doing the thing. Um, and it was the Somerset, and so it was really cool for me to have these role models essentially of people who literally came from exactly where I came from, same town, same school, and were doing it. You know, they were really making it and so I had this weird delusional way of thinking of like well if they can make it then maybe I can maybe my dreams aren't that out of reach and so I think seeing them make it
0: really helped me go for it myself. Wow the Somerset oh my god I had no idea that they came from such a small place and the fact that you're from there is even cooler so I'm sure that was incredible inspiration for you growing up having such a cool band just headlining Warp Tour and gaining a lot of traction in the scene so I can only imagine what that did for your inspiration in trying to make music yourself that's just absolutely incredible. Now, I'm just curious, with that kind of local inspiration from such a young age, how long have you been making your own music, and how did you get started making your own music? So, I got my first guitar when I was nine years old, and
1: I remember just being immediately bored. Immediately bored, just with music theory and learning scales, and it wasn't until I started learning chords that I realized what songwriting was and the structure of a song and I became obsessed with liner notes in albums and reading lyrics and going on ultimate guitar.com to learn chords to my favorite songs and I think once I realized that music didn't have to be so technical and it could be more feelings based is when I really started to want to make my own music. So when I was 12, I started taking my literal diary entries with me to guitar lessons. And I had an amazing guitar teacher who helped me put my thoughts to music and it changed everything for me. And it was mostly just diary entries like, oh, I have a crush on this boy and he looked at me today. Or oh, no one sat with me at lunch today and I feel so alone. And, you know, the songs we're actually pretty deep for a 12 year old, you know, a 12 year old's perspective. And I don't know, I just caught the songwriting bug and haven't stopped since.
0: Wow, that's just such an interesting story on how you started and bringing that diary to your guitar lessons is so crazy. Like, thinking about that, that is very smart. Because as A young child you know you do have all of those thoughts and you want to write songs about them so it's really cool that you had that outlet and that person that was able to help you take the thoughts that you were having and formulate them into a song structure so that's super fascinating and I'm just curious to know how many other people have had an experience like that because that seems very unique and I'm honestly quite inspired by that. Thank you for that little tidbit into your life. That is honestly really cute. And I just love knowing little things like that about artists. It's super fun. And it makes the listener feel a lot closer to you. So thank you so much for sharing that. And moving on, my next question for you is, how would you describe your personal brand?
1: I would say my personal brand is teenage angst, but in your 20s. Um, But basically, to me, that means just combining my experience with jealousy, rage, heartbreak, anxiety, joy, love, sadness, all the beautiful and ugly parts of life that make us human and putting those emotions into songs. And I just want people to listen to my music and feel seen, heard, and included um really that's that's what it's all about for me.
0: Callie that is so awesome. It is so cool that you want your listeners to feel so included and inspired by your music, which I guess that is just the point of why most people make music. So it's just super cool that you have your listener in mind and you want them to feel like they can relate to your lyrics and have a safe space in a way where they can just feel their emotions and they don't have to feel guilty about it. That is so cool. And I think that is a very fitting personal brand for you. My next question I'm very curious about is, are you signed to a label? And if yes, which one? So right now I am an
1: independent artist. So there is no label at the moment, just me, <laughs> um, which is equally overwhelming and freeing. So that's where
0: I'm at right now. That's super cool that you don't have to confine to the rules of any label or anything like that, because I know a lot of artists do get quite frustrated with rules of labels and how often they can release things. So it must be quite freeing for you that you have the ability and the freedom to essentially release whatever you want, when you want and post on TikTok when you want. That's super awesome. I'm sure that is a really cool experience for you now your single BYOB, which stands for Bring Your Own Boyfriend. Can you tell me a little bit about that one and what your inspiration was for that song? So the concept for BYOB
1: started out as a joke. Um, My friend sent me an invitation to his birthday beach bonfire. And at the bottom, it said BYOB. And it definitely just meant bring your own beer. But My little songwriter brain was like, (laughs) wouldn't it be funny if it meant like bring your own boyfriend? Like how crazy would that be? And I wrote it down in my notes section of my phone. And the next day I went in the studio and I brought it up to my co-writers and we were just like dying laughing and had the best time. And (laughs) I think you can tell in the song how much fun we had writing it because it's just absolute chaos just us shouting for hours in the studio so um basically it's just a jealous bitch anthem of like stay the hell away from my man which is very me too so um it is definitely based on a true story
0: man based on a true story that kind of sucks but like what a cool concept for a song though and the fact that it started as a little jokey joke is super cool and it sounds like you guys had a lot of fun creating it and I just love that you made such a killer pop punk anthem out of just a silly little joke kind of concept that's just so incredibly cool Now, I've talked a lot on this podcast about how women in the scene oftentimes have a lot harder time becoming successful than men do, and I'm just very curious how that has affected your success as a musician.
1: I think being a woman
0: in the music industry
1: is an uphill battle. I think women are more likely to be compared to one another, more likely to be sexualized, and they have more of a difficult time getting into rooms that they deserve to be in. Um and it sucks that that's the state of the industry, but you know, that's where we're at. And as a female pop rock artist, you either get compared to Hayley Williams or Avril Lavigne always. And don't get me wrong, like those are amazing artists to be compared to, but it kind of makes you feel like people are saying "Mm, these people already exist and there's no room for you. Even though my songwriting is nothing like either of those artists and what I'm saying is so the narrative, the perspective is so different and sonically it's so different but people like to have something to compare you to when you're a female. That's just unfortunately the way it works and especially in some of these festival lineups coming out recently, there's just such a lack of female representation. And that's really sad because there's a lot of really incredible new up and coming female artists in this genre that are absolutely incredible and just not getting the time of day.
0: I couldn't agree with you more, Callie. I am so glad that we are having this conversation, and I am so glad that you mentioned the comparison to Avril and Haley as well, because I mentioned in the first episode of my podcast how there have been no women in pop punk who have even remotely reached the success of either Paramore or Avril Lavigne, and it's just deeply saddening. So I... Really started this podcast with the goal of empowering women like you and smaller artists as well, and giving them a space where, you know, their music can be heard and they can gain the success that is equal to or more than Avril and Haley. And I just really wish that more women artists in pop punk are recognized for the incredible talent that they have. And I really hope that one day you, Callie can become a well-known face in the pop punk industry. And I'd love for hundreds of other women to stand by your side and be well-known just as much as some of the men in the industry. So it's really cool to hear the perspective of a woman in the industry and how you feel about the imbalance in the industry. Now, most of us know that TikTok has become a very huge platform for musicians to gain a lot of attraction, and gain a lot of new fans. So I'm curious, how has TikTok influenced your success as a musician?
1: I started making TikTok videos in 2020, and I was making pop-punk versions of popular songs, basically just to find some comfort in the chaos of 2020 and to get nostalgic and play the kind of music that made me feel like a kid again. And I found this amazing guitarist, Ricky Jab, and this incredible drummer, Ben Carey. And we collabed on a version of Driver's License, and it really took off. Um, Went a little viral, so that was fun. Um, But once I started to see the positive feedback from people online, I got really excited because to me, that meant people were ready to hear this type of music again. And it gave me the extra push that I needed to dive headfirst into my artist project. And also, I just feel like so many people have heard my music because of the platform. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really grateful for TikTok.
0: (laughs) As you should be. We all know TikTok is an incredible platform for artists to get known and expand their reach so it's really awesome that you've utilized that incredible feature that we have offered to us today with modern technology. Now considering that you have gained a larger fan base through TikTok do you have any upcoming live shows and if so where and when because I'm sure a lot of us on here especially now my listeners are going to want to know where they can see you perform live. I do have some shows coming up,
1: so I will be in Phoenix, Arizona at the Rebel Lounge on November 10th, opening for Kaylee Morgue for her album release party. If you haven't heard of her, definitely check her out. She's an incredible artist. Um, I will be in Nashville on November 26th for Emo Night at Marathon Music Works, which is going to be really, really fun. There's some other incredible artists on that lineup. Cassidy Pope, Taylor Acorn, Under Oath, Marissa Mano, Knox, really awesome people. And then I will be back in LA in January for the We Found New Music showcase on January 19th. So come hang out if you're in any of those places.
0: Wow, that's an awesome lineup of shows you've got coming up. And emo night I love emo night I've been to a few of those in the past couple years and they are fucking awesome so you get to play with how many live artists that's crazy I haven't been to one yet where you guys play live so that's super interesting and I actually met Taylor Acorn last week at the Real Friends and with Confidence show and she was just super awesome so say hi to her for me if you see her while you're there It would mean a lot because she's super awesome and I definitely plan on featuring her at some point here soon as well. But you heard it here first, pop punk enthusiasts. You know where you'll find Callie Rohde live. So if you really enjoy the content you're hearing today, please go check her out if you're anywhere in the area. I know that she would absolutely love to see your faces there in the crowd. So Callie, since you seem to take inspiration from a lot of different areas, can you tell me what musicians inspire your personal music style and who your personal favorite music artists are that you potentially gain some inspiration from? Katy Perry is
1: probably my favorite artist. Um her album One of the Boys made me want to be a songwriter and I'm I'm just obsessed with the way that she incorporates humor into her songs and it also, it does make sense because she got her start on Warped Tour, so it's like not that far off from the pop punk scene, if you ask me. <laughs> I just think she blends the pop and rock genres so perfectly, especially on that album. Um, I'm obviously a huge Paramore fan. I think Hayley Williams is the best vocalist of our generation, and they're the best live band that I've ever seen, and she's definitely the reason that I wanted to be a singer, uh, I love Taylor Swift. I'm a SWEMO, which if you don't know, that's that's an emo Swifty. It is a thing. TikTok told me so. <laughs> um, and I love No Doubt. I have a Tragic Kingdom poster in my room. I love Blink-182. I literally made a song about how much I miss Tom DeLong, So thank God he's back. And it's called Blink-182 and You. Check it out on Spotify, Apple Music. If you want to check it out um and yeah I think I love pop rock music so much because I grew up in the Disney Channel era that was Hannah Montana, Camp Rock, Hilary Duff, Ashley Simpson like that was mainstream music and I think growing up with that era just made me appreciate that type of music and want to make
0: it myself. It's honestly so cool how you take so many different genres and inspirations such as disney channel songs and katy perry and paramore and blink 182 and taylor swift and just combine it into one personalized little genre for yourself like obviously your goal is pop punk and it is very pop punk but it's just super cool to me that you take the inspiration from so many different sources and just make it your own that is so unique and very refreshing in an industry where there's not a lot of diversity. So I, it's just super awesome what you're doing. Aside from your personal inspirations, I have one major question for you that I think every small artist has an answer to. And I'm wondering what your dream artist to go on tour with is.
1: I had this dream one time that I was touring with fallout boy and we were on stage singing Thanks for the Memories together. So I'm just throwing that out there to manifest that. I love Pete Wentz. I think he's brilliant, one of the best songwriters ever. And so, yeah, we're manifesting that. And obviously, Taylor Swift, because I think Swifties are the best people, and getting to play in front of new Swifties every night would be an actual dream come true.
0: Hey, look, we can make your dreams come true. Absolutely. Shoot for the stars. I mean, look at water parks. They literally took inspiration from My Chemical Romance, and Austin Knight grew up listening to My Chemical Romance, and they literally opened for a few of their stadium tours this past fall. So anything can happen if you put your mind to it. So I am truly manifesting for you that you open for follow up. Boy, that is something I could totally see happening in the future. And I am rooting for you truly. And Taylor Swift also, she is one of the biggest pop icons. So if you were to bring a little spice of the pop punk life into her tour, that would be so cool and so iconic. I, I wouldn't even know what to do. I would be literally screaming considering I'm sitting here interviewing you right now. And if that happened, I would be like, yo, I interviewed her on my podcast. She's so cool. I was there since the beginning. Like, man, that would be so incredibly iconic. Branching off from your favorite artists, what is one song that is written by another artist that you wish that you had written yourself? Teenage Dream by
1: Katy Perry. It is the perfect song.
0: Good choice. Good choice. And very fitting for all of your past answers already as well so my next question I'm gonna ask you is what music festivals would you like to be a part of in the future
1: sis I want to play all the music festivals okay all of them I just went to when we were young and that was so sick it was amazing um that would be a dream to be a part of definitely Coachella is a big one Lollapalooza so what music festival in Dallas looks really sick and adjacent festival just got announced I think that one's in Atlantic City and the headliners are Paramore and Blink-182 so in my eyes there is no more perfect festival than that one so we're manifesting all this as well we're putting it into the universe
0: I am manifesting all of that for you as well Callie I would be so incredibly proud of you if you made all of those happen. That is absolutely a shoot for the stars dream that I am 100% sure that you can accomplish. And I also want to make my way to some festivals I haven't been to a lot personally. So it would be super awesome to have a really good excuse to go to a bunch of festivals and see you perform because I also haven't actually met you in person yet. So this would be a great opportunity for us to actually connect and I'd love to see you perform. So absolutely every festival possible. That is an amazing goal for you. So we know that you've got some live shows coming up and usually with live shows comes some new music. So I'm wondering, are you going to be releasing some new music anytime soon? I do have new music coming out. Thank you
1: for asking. Um, so Ricky Jab who is the guitarist that I did the pop punk version of driver's license on TikTok with Um, him and I collabed again on Jingle Bell Rock. So we're going to put that out around Christmas time. That'll be really fun. And then I have new original songs slated starting at the beginning of January um, for basically every month of 2023. So definitely stay tuned and I can't wait to hear what you think.
0: Oh, that's so exciting. I cannot wait. And I love all of the songs that you've already put out. So I just cannot wait to hear all of the new music and the Jingle Bell Rock holiday tune is going to be so fun. I just know it. And you're going to put that classic pop punk spin on it as I know you will. And I love myself a good pop punk goes Christmas. So I know that you will not disappoint in that area. Unfortunately for us, Callie, our time here is coming to a close, so I just wanted to end our discussion here with anything that you'd like our listeners to know about you. Just go ahead and list a few things, and I'm sure the listeners would love to have a few little fun facts about you before we close this thing out. Okay, so I guess I'll leave with
1: three fun facts, okay? <laughs> um, one, I am a full-blown Disney adult. And proud. Two, Haley Williams' mom is my therapist. It's a weird flex, but it's true. And three, I am an only child. So please, no preconceived judgments on that one. <laughs> but thank you so much to anyone who's listened to this episode. Um, I'm Callie Rohde, and it's really been nice getting to share parts of my story with you and thank you for listening thank you sydney for having me on your incredible podcast i so appreciate everything you do for females in this scene um it really does mean a lot and i wish you all the success with this podcast and i will be listening every week so thank you guys so much and Hope to talk to you online or hug you in real life soon.
0: (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Thank you so incredibly much to Callie Rhody for taking the time to answer some interview questions for the podcast today. It really has been such a fun and joyous experience. And I've just been so geeked about this ever since I reached out to her about this. And she actually reached out to me first and she told me she loved the podcast. So naturally, I was like, well, let me interview you, of course, because you're such an incredible female artist. And I would love nothing more than to hear the insight of women in the scene. So thank you again a million times, Callie, for giving me the privilege to interview you and let my listeners learn a few little tidbits about yourself. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, if you really enjoyed this interview segment today, please let me know in the comments of my social media. Let me know in the featured artist forum that I've got on my website. Let me know in the comments of the podcast, anything. I would love to know your feedback on what you thought of this episode because this was a new experience for me and I truly had a lot of fun doing it and I would love to keep doing it. But of course, I would love some constructive criticism, some ideas, maybe some suggestions on what kind of content you guys would like to hear, what kinds of questions you want me to ask the artists in the future. So please do not be shy and let me know what you guys are thinking. If you really enjoyed learning about Callie Rodi today, you can go ahead and follow her on all of her socials. She is at Callie Rohde on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. That is spelled C-A-L-I-R-O-D-I. On every single social media platform so she was so much fun to talk to and so much fun to work with and I really hope that you guys give her a chance and go ahead and stream all of her music because she has got some fabulous hits out there and she's gone TikTok viral like I said and from the sounds of it she's got plenty more to come in 2023 so go ahead stream her hype her up because she absolutely deserves it she is going to be a rock star in the scene and I just know she's gonna go far so Callie I know you're listening to this thank you again so much for being my first interview on pop punk promo podcast this is so cool and something that you can definitely flex a little bit uh, as you get further in your career as well so thank you again a million times this has been so fun truly pop punk enthusiasts. I hope you guys have really enjoyed this special episode of pop punk promo today. I had a lot of fun recording this and making this for you guys. So just a reminder that I have my website poppunkpromo.com. You can go ahead and that's the hub for everything pop punk promo related. I've got my Spotify playlists on there. I've got the October and November ones on there and they will be fully updated for you once this goes live. Again, you can follow me on my social media accounts if you want to keep up with any special things that I've got for you guys. If you want to see some of the artist promotion I do, you can go ahead and follow me at pop punk promo on all social media on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Just thank you all so much for the extreme love and support that you guys have been giving me thus far and This is episode five, and we've got so many more to go and so many more amazing artists to feature on here. And I don't even know where to start. I've got so many that I'd like. And once again, I've got my Google form on my website that you can go ahead and request featured artists you want me to feature. I'll include some of those questions within the podcast as well on Spotify. So you can go ahead and request that way. I also have my social media as well on my Instagram stories, on the comments on my posts. Please let me know who you guys want to hear. And if you have any bands of your own that you want me to promote on the podcast, please. I want to promote anyone and everyone who wants to be promoted on the podcast. With that, we are going to end this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed my interview with Callie Rohde and I hope you guys go check out all of her incredible music as well. So Thank you all for listening and thank you to all my recurring listeners. Have a great rest of your week, guys. See you next week. Take care.